1: Live.
2: You're listening
1: to the Jam
2: Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Some students are attacked more than just their schoolwork, which is why more than 30% of them aren't graduating. But with a boost from you, 100% of them will have a better chance to make it to graduation. Go to BoostUp.org to find out how to give the high school students in your community the boost they need to make it through. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and everywhere you look in Scripture, widows and orphans have a very special place in God's heart. But just why did God make such a big deal of caring for widows and orphans? Because widows cannot help that their husbands die. Orphans aren't responsible for their parents leaving them. The predicament of the orphan and the widow is the responsibility of God. He allowed it in his sovereign will. And so, if this is such a great concern for God, shouldn't it be for us as well? In Jeremiah chapter 49, God says, I will protect the orphans who remain among you. Your widows too can depend on me for help. And the way God will go about doing that is through your home, your hospitality, and your love. Surely you know a woman whose husband died or have heard of children and foster care. Today, make God's concern for them your concern.
3: If you're not facing your mortgage issues, this can be the most terrifying sound in the world. It means you've fallen behind. It means hope is dwindling. It means you're another call closer to losing your home to foreclosure. Fortunately, there's hope. If you need real help and guidance, call 1-888-995-HOPE. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because
1: nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the ad Council, in this station.
4: This is Morning Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
5: Check it out, it's the Terminator! Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have
6: to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me?
3: So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now, or what?
6: Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay?
3: No one knows what it's like to
7: come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org,
6: because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad
5: Council.
1: Was there really a
5: worldwide flood as we read about in the Bible? This is the Creation Moments Minute.
7: Today, it is considered scholarly to reject the Bible's account of a worldwide flood. Some say the flood recorded in
8: the Bible was only a local event. The problem with these scholarly claims is that there were too many witnesses who disagree with them. We can test these scholars' claims.
7: If the Bible's account of a worldwide flood is true, it was witnessed by every person on earth. The story of this event would have been passed down to their descendants and spread across the whole face of the earth. Researchers have cataloged some 270 stories of an ancient, destructive flood in various cultures around the world. A large majority of these stories have been shown to predate any Christian influence. We'll take a look at some of those tomorrow. For Creation Moments Minute, I'm Darren Marlin.
2: And now for the weather. Today's weather brought to you by the American Stroke Association. All across America, it's a clear, beautiful day with temperatures in the 70s and not a drop of rain forecasted. However, it seems African Americans can expect a chance of rain, and a chance of hail, a chance of multiple Class 5 tornadoes. And if that's not enough, watch out, a chance of a freak meteor shower later this afternoon. The odds are it's going to be very dangerous out there.
3: It's called the odds. And the odds are African Americans suffer almost twice the risk of having a stroke as white Americans. But the forecast doesn't have to be so gloomy. There are steps you can take to help beat the odds. Start by calling
5: 1-888-4-STROKE. Or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
6: Happy day. Happy day. Oh, a happy day a oh, happy day When Jesus walks happy with
8: Good morning this is the early morning gospel program morning inspirations here talk to you
9: the appearance of his loins even downward of fire, and from his loins even upward, as the appearance of brightness as the color of amber. And he put forth the form of an hand, and took me by a lock of mine head, and the Spirit lifted me up between the earth and the heaven, and brought me in the visions of God to Jerusalem, to the door of the inner gate that looketh toward the north. Where was the seat of the image of jealousy, which provoketh to jealousy? And behold... The glory of the God of Israel was there, according to the vision that I saw in the plain. Then said he unto me, Son of man, lift up thine eyes now the way toward the north. So I lifted up mine eyes the way toward the north, and behold, northward at the gate of the altar, this image of jealousy in the entry. He said furthermore unto me, Son of man, seest thou what they do? Even the great abominations that the house of Israel committeth here, that I should go far off from my sanctuary? Return turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations. And he brought me to the door of the court, and when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. Then said he unto me, Son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I had digged in the wall, behold, a door. And he said unto me, Go in, and behold the wicked abominations that they do here. So I went in and saw, and behold, every form of creeping things and abominable beasts, and all the idols of the house of Israel portrayed upon the wall round about. And there stood before them seventy men of the ancients of the house of Israel, and in the midst of them stood Jaazaniah, the son of Shaphan, with every man his censer in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense went up. Then said he unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen what the ancients of the house of Israel do in the dark, every man in the chambers of his imagery? For they say, The Lord seeth us not, the Lord hath forsaken the earth. He said also unto me, Turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations than they do. Then he brought me to the door of the gate of the Lord's house, which was toward the north, and behold, there sat women weeping for Tamuz. Then said he unto me, Hast thou seen this, O son of man? Turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations than these. And he brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house, and behold, at the door of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were about five and twenty men, with their backs toward the temple of the Lord, and their faces toward the east, and they worshipped the sun toward the east. Then he said unto me, Hast thou seen this, O son of man? Is it a light thing to the house of Judah that they commit the abominations which they commit here? For they have filled the land with violence, and have returned to provoke me to anger, and lo, they put the branch to their nose. Therefore will I also deal in fury. Mine eye shall not spare, neither will I have pity, and though they cry in mine ears with a loud voice, yet will I not hear them.
1: This is Morning Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
8: And hey, good morning. This is your Early Morning Gospel Program. Morning Inspirations here on you and Jam Radio. And now for our morning prayer.
1: Father, I'm before you this morning saying thank you. Heals that we've done, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all your many blessings. Blessings are going out clean and coming in safely. Blessings, Lord. Get us to step to get up and go this morning. We lift
8: up those, Lord, who
1: don't find the sin. We lift up those, Lord, who are in need. We lift up those, Lord, who don't know which way to go. Lift up those, Lord, who are in hospital and hospice, and hospitals everywhere. Lift up those, Lord, who are homeless, those, Lord, who are homeless, those, who are ...on the streets, Lord. ...except those, Lord, who get away it goes. Venomous, Lord. Good Lord, Who? in a uniform, a uh, EMT, a police officer. or pastors who, who, get, who, get to, who are getting ready to support to love one. Back at the top of the hour. Gracious, here, trust you.
0: Very special speaker. It's uh, Reginald, no, Kenneth Reginald Jenkins. Sorry, <laughs> I, I just landed on that middle name first. I don't know why. I want to tell you a little bit about him. Uh, I did a little real, real research. I didn't find anything on uh, on bad websites, <laughs> but I found out. <laughs> it's good, yeah. I found out he's a poet. He's a playwright. He's a freelance writer. Uh, devoted husband. I'm glad you put devoted the in there. That was good. He's a licensed minister, and i got to read this because I'll get it wrong, at First Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church here in Savannah. Uh, he's the uh, founder and CEO, a producer and host of Jam Radio Productions. And he has internet ra- many internet radio uh, shows, a uh, couple of which I've listened to, uh, morning Inspirations was was uh, dynamic and good. The Lighthouse Hour was another good one, and that reminds me kind of of Beacon Way because when we first came up with the name Beacon Way, we pictured a lighthouse, uh, so it kind of fits. And I think maybe there's more more shows and more shows in planning. I've I've seen uh, out there. So uh, his, his favorite quote. Uh, this is on Facebook, so obviously I'm really digging deep here. Uh, In Psalms 27.1, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom should I fear? And uh, just on a personal note, uh, Pat and I met uh, Ken and his wife Vanessa a few months ago, and we've spent uh, a few little chunks of time with them along the way, Uh, and it didn't take us long to figure out that uh, uh, these two are the kind of people that we'd love to spend more time with. So, without uh, further ado, I'll, I'll bring Kenneth up here to uh, bring us our message. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run away back to the soundboard so I can fix anything that needs fixing.
8: <laughs> Thank you, brother. Well, huh. you finally made it. <laughs> and we'll say good evening to all of you to all of you here. Uh, of course, thank you all i I like to thank uh Chris for allowing me to be here, here to um, to bring the message to to this evening. Uh this ain't my first rodeo telling you that now I've done it before and I don't know what it is. At the first few minutes of it, you get kind of, you get the you get a little nervous, a little nervous, calm. But after, you know, after the first few minutes, man, eh, it's gone already, so, you know. <laughs> <coughs> so, you know, I, that's why I'm glad I got the first part of the way, standing up here. Um, <laughs> so... It is a pleasure, of course, to be here and to bring the word to... This is my first time ministering here. First time. First message I've done here. Um, yeah. Thank you.
1: Well, let us
8: look at Acts the fourth chapter.
10: Okay, good, good.
8: Acts the fourth chapter, verses 10 through 12. That's our scripture for tonight. You already told me you got like half an
1: hour. So. Okay, good. I'm not long winded. And it reads Be it known unto you all. And to,
8: and to all the people of Israel, and by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom he crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by though this man stand here for you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught for you, builders which is become head of the corner. Neither is there salvation. Neither there is salvation in any other. Neither there is salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby you must be saved. Let me tell you Now, the NIV says, then know this. You and all the people of Israel is, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who you crucified, by whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is, is the stone builder, Stone builder, which, was, which, is, which becomes a cornerstone. Salvation is found in no other else, folks, there is no other name under heaven. Giving to mankind by which we must be saved. Let us pray. If Father we come before you as commanded, bring this word to you people. And every hear and every heart hear and
1: said, Amen. By the help of the Holy Spirit,
8: I would like to talk to you from the text Salvation is yours. Salvation is yours. Salvation is deliverance from danger or suffering. To save to to save is to deliver or protect, the word carries the idea of victory, health, or preservation. Now, sometimes the Bible uses the word saved or salvation to refer to temporal, physical deliverance, such as Paul's deliverance from prison. As we all know, he's doing midnight when he got out of jail. Uh, a definition of the Christian doctrine of salvation would be the deliverance by the grace of God from eternal punishment, for which is granted to those who are accepted by faith God's condition of repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus. Salvation is available in Jesus alone. John 14, 6, Acts 4, and 12. You could read those. And mm-hmm and is dependent on God alone for provision, assurance, and security.
1: Mm -hmm. Let me me ask the question. Where will you spend eternity? Where are you going to spend eternity? Think about it. How does God save? And the Christian document of
8: salvation God has rescued through Christ, which is John 3 and 17. Of course, John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world, he gave only begotten Son, and whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Where will you spend eternity? So, who's that for? Whether well, that's for here or somebody's listening to this, to this, this pre-recorded message. Especially, it was Jesus' death on the cross and subsequently resurrection that achieved our salvation, Romans 5 and 10, Ephesians 1 and 7. Scripture is clear that salvation is the gracious, undeserved gift of God. Ephesians five. I'm sorry, Ephesians two, five, and eight, and it's only available through the faith in Jesus Christ, which is in Acts four and twelve. Now, how do we receive salvation? F A I T H. Faith. First. You must hear the gospel. You are now hearing the gospel. The good news of Jesus Christ, to hear about his death, his resurrection. Ephesians 1 and 13. 13. Then you must believe. Fully, not half caught, not halfway, but fully, fully trusted in the Lord Jesus, Romans 1 and 16, this involves repentance. This involves repentance, a changing of mind
1: about sin and Christ. Acts 3, 19. Calling
8: on his name, the Lord, and calling on the name of the Lord, Romans 10 and 9, 10 and 13.
1: Now we know how to receive it by hearing the gospel.
8: Verse 12, of which says, it tells us that salvation is found in no other else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be Saved. That scripture is telling us that salvation is not in Buddha, Muhammad, Hare Krishna, all hit guys with the tambourines. Uh, anybody else? No. I'm sorry. It does. Salvation so is. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Acts four and twelve said it. Salvation is found in no one else. That means nobody. Not a zip. No nobody. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Yes, that means. Whoever they serve out there. But I'm telling you now, I'm going to serve God regardless, because that's who I serve. And let's just say amen. Amen. It was John who penned the words of Jesus when he said, i am the way the truth and the life no man come unto the father but me john fourteen six again i ain't said the word said it as i quoted before john three sixteen God of the world, who gave his only begotten son, that who believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That whosoever is you, you, me, everybody, yeah, whoever. Thank you, Mom. Anybody, whoever. Come as you are, that's who the whoever is. Whoever. Could be a drunk on the street, drug addict. Prostitute, come as you are. He'll accept you. That's no problem. He will accept you. Now, I'm not talking about joining a church. I'm not knocking joining a church. I'm not knocking it. It's, it's important to have a covering. The Lord knows it's good to have a covering. As my pastor will say, uh, he said that uh, um, T.D. Jakes and, and Dallas can't pass to you Osteen can't pass to you. he's way over in Texas. Uh, uh, what's his name up in Atlanta? He can't pass to you. So you must have a covering. You got to have a covering. A covering uh, for your church. I'm not saying I'm not saying joining the church is bad. It's good. But these things Because salvation is yours. Being part of a church family is good because we all need covering, but having your soul saved is the most important, essential thing. You cannot save yourself. Only God can only save you. In Romans ten nine Vanessa, it says, If you declare what you're about, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart now
1: let me stop there for a moment. Some people they do they declare in their heart that Jesus is Lord, but their heart ain't there. and believe in, in, in your heart that God raised him from the dead,
8: you will be saved, because it is with your heart that, that, you, that you believe and justify. It is with your mouth that you will profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture, as scripture says, anyone who believes in him, will never be put to shame for there is no difference between Jewish and Gentile the same Lord is Lord of all in which he blessed all who can all who call on him for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved that salvation is clear will you declare with your mouth Believe in your heart that Jesus raised that God raised Jesus from the dead and you will be saved. It is with your heart that you believe to be made right of God through the death and return of life of Jesus Christ to save because anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame.
1: Where will you spend eternity? Hopefully, open, those here, those listening
8: to this, to this part, to this, this message online, or wherever you're listening to, hopefully that you, that you if this will, you'll go away thinking, Think about how we to spend eternity.
1: But there are only two places you can go. You gonna be in heaven.
8: Gonna be in hell. Well, no there's no purgatory. There's no such thing as purgatory. That's for the Catholic Church. I'm not Catholic, but I've studied the Catholic Church practices and some of stuff that's kind of way out there sometimes. But I'm knocking them, though, because I have a friend who's a priest. I have a friend who's a priest, good friend, um,
1: and, he, you, know, I, not, you know, I'm not trying to knock you. I'm not trying to knock the
8: Catholic Church
10: down. <laughs>
8: But it's no purgatory. But there's only two two things, that's heaven and hell. Now I certainly hope you will choose. I hope they, the person who who listens to this will choose life, choose eternal life. And remember, remember, this is the time to seek him while he can be found. Seek him now, before it is. Too late. As the Bible declares, the Word of God declares in Second Chronicles 6 and 2. This is the King James Version. For he said, I have heard thee in a, in a time accepted, and the day of salvation has occurred thee. Behold, now is the
1: it's accepted time. Behold now is the day of salvation. An old hymn writer and I love this hymn. He
8: he sat down one day, penned this hymn. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help, I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, all weather shall I go. But did thy only son endure before I drew my breath? What pain, what labor to secure my soul in endless death? O oh, Jesus, could I, could I disbelieve? I know she feel feel thy power. Now my poor soul, thou wouldest Retrieve that let me wait one hour. Author of faith, to thee I lift, my worry long in eyes. Don't let me now receive thy gift, my soul without a die. That was written over 200 and some odd years ago. The old hymn, I know the Baptist Church, we sing it, and it's one of the oldest hymns. It's one of my favorite hymns.
1: This is the hymn of salvation. If you had to grab it, salvation is yours. It's there for the asking. You should die this moment
8: die tonight in the morning whenever God says it's time to come on, the question ought to be asked where will you spend eternity that's a question
1: that, that I'm sure that many people need to be asking themselves
8: Where will you spend eternity? It's going to be heaven It's going to be hell There's no in between I'm sorry But there's No in between There's no in between
1: us It's either or That's the way it is Yet Where will you
8: spend Eternity? Why? I'm asking this question because salvation is yours. Salvation is yours. No matter what you did, no matter how bad things were, no matter how bad you were back in the day or whatever you did, whatever sin you did, salvation is still yours. Have to emphasize that of sincerity.
1: You're listening
2: to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kennedy Jenkins.
8: Radio, time to get up, everybody. That means you too. Yeah, you just laying in the bed, time to get up. Call neighbor, call friend. I tell his speeches is on the air. Wake up everybody Wake up everybody no more sleeping in state.
3: no more backstage Have to say, they're the ones who's coming up, and the world is in their hands. When you teach your children, teach them the very a little song she wanted me to sing. I know the Bible is right. I know the Bible is right. I know the Bible is right. I know the Bible Bible twice The
8: Bible is right, and somebody's wrong. G.E. Gilbert, and I know the Bible is right. Good morning to you and yours. This is your early morning gospel program, morning inspiration,
1: on Sunday morning.
2: Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson, Tata, and everywhere you look in Scripture, widows and orphans have a very special place in God's heart. But just why did God make such a big deal of caring for widows and orphans? Because widows cannot help that their husbands die. Orphans aren't responsible for their parents leaving them. The predicament of the orphan and the widow is the responsibility of God. He allowed it in his sovereign will. And so, if this is such a great concern for God, shouldn't it be for us as well? In Jeremiah chapter 49, God says, I will protect the orphans who remain among you. Your widows, too, can depend on me for help. And the way God will go about doing that is through your home, your hospitality, and your love. Surely you know a woman whose husband died or have heard of children and foster care. Today, make God's concern for them your concern.
11: This is Anne Graham Lotz with Daily Light for Daily Living. Are you feeling depressed, lifeless? Is it hard to even get out of bed in the morning? If you're overwhelmed by the greatness of your problems, read God's Word. It's where you will find help and peace. Psalm 119.50 promises, Your Word has given me life at the most difficult times in my life. The loss of a baby, the forced removal from a church, the robbery of our home, my son's cancer. God's Word sustained me. There have been times when I've only been capable of reading a few verses, yet the supernatural, life-giving power of the Word of God gave me strength to go on, even if only one day at a time. Listen to me. Let him drown out all other sounds and voices. Trust the life-giving power in God's Word. But before you can trust it, you have to read it. Read the word. This is Ann Lott.
4: Since they'd roomed together in college, Mitch and Steve had traveled separate paths. That's how Steve saw it. About the time he began business school, Mitch entered seminary. You know, God's work. Mitch became an associate pastor and rose in church ranks. Steve took the corporate route. He excelled at work, raised a family, served at church, and in his community. Both men invested in lives. This is Howard Butt, Jr. of Laity Lodge, and I'd like to address a common misconception among believers. Mitch, the pastor, answered no higher calling than Steve, who served God through business. All of us are part of one body. In common purpose and service, we each live out our place in the high calling our daily
2: work. Hey, churchgoers, looking for the little morning inspiration? Well, listen to Morning Inspirations and the JAM Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
8: color and my love good morning to you and yours to everybody got the program tonight on Nation Talk we're gonna talk about uh the new change a new twenty dollar bill yes uh move on with andrew jackson there's a new face in town We're gonna talk about the change. Also, more
1: on election sixteen and
8: Farewell to Prince Rogers Nelson. I
6: never meant to call you
7: any
1: tomorrow. All this tonight on Nation Talk.
8: remind you that course will be on tomorrow morning right here at 6 a.m. Eastern Time for Morning prayers on January 2.1. Hope to see you there.
9: Looking for a lift? Experience A seed from the Soar with Michael Guido of Metter, Georgia.
10: A
7: man had fallen and the preacher asked, Sam, why didn't you say, get behind me, Satan? I did, he replied. But Satan said to me, since we're both going in the same direction, it makes no difference who leads. There are only two ways, our Lord said. Heaven can be entered only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide enough for all the multitudes who choose its easy way. But the gateway to life is small, and the road is narrow. Only a few ever find it. Our Lord said, I have set before you the way of life and the way
9: of death. It's your move. For your free copy of Dr. Guido's daily devotional, Feeds from the Sower, write The Sower, Mecca, Georgia, 304-39.
2: Visit us on the web at thesower.com.
7: All right, ladies. welcome to the ocean. I've sailed the seven seas a hundred times and found something I like even more than me treasure. Tis the ocean beautiful and clear. Right now, I'd be sailing over the Great Barrier Reef. It just shivers me timbers, thinking of all the fish and the coral below me. Wait, what's that floating by? The plastic bag! My Blackbeard's eyepatch, that's disgusting! Why did you know that
2: many of these things come from boats, throwing them
7: carelessly on the ground? It'd be true! Lend us a hand by always recycling and disposing of your trash properly. Boys, get the putting ready. Somebody's gotta dive in and get that bag. you volunteers? Uh, All right, fine. I'll do it myself. Cannonball! <laughs> Find out what you can do to help keep the oceans healthy at keepoceansclean.org. Brought to you by the Keep Oceans Clean Alliance and the Ad Council.
6: decided
5: that put you on that cross and I'm sorry I don't want to live in rebellion to you anymore I ask you to forgive me and tonight I open my heart and I invite you into my life to be my savior and my Lord I believe Jesus you are the son of God I believe I am saved. I am saved. I am saved.
7: Oh let me ask you, friends, in closing tonight, have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that obedience of faith? Have you come to that place of true repentance and true faith? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Are you trusting alone tonight in Jesus Christ for your salvation? For there is no other way. There is no other message. For there is no other way. There is no other
6: message.
7: Oh, come to Him. Come to the Savior tonight. Come to Him just as you are. Come to Him in your sin. Come to Him in all your needs. Cast yourself upon His mercy and upon His infinite grace. Cast yourself upon His mercy and upon His infinite grace. Trust yourself totally to Him. And you too will enter into that joy of sins forgiven, peace with God, and eternal, abundant life
6: through Jesus Christ, our Lord. How can I say thank for the things you've done for me? Things so undeserved, yet you gave to prove your love to me. I hope to be I owe it all to thee.
8: i going to turn your to yours until tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, for Listen Talk. Till then, God bless you. Have a wonderful and blessed Sunday. We'll see you at a church near you.
6: Since the day of your birth, who that to kill the started in that your people be who says, and water precious the And drop a big old black oil in the deep blue sea. the man? Red hands on every block. Oh, Miss me, man. Then I gotta write your phone. About this speak, go hold up here in the old zone. Somebody, oh, what's wrong with the world today? Things just got to get better. hey, hey.